Over the weekend, we lost a uh, former broadcaster and Lieutenant Governor of Ontario, David Onley. He was 72 years old and he passed away. It was a, quite a shock to a lot of people. And I think our next guest uh, can provide uh, some of the reason why this man was uh, lauded as a bit of a hero in the province. I'd like to welcome on to the program David Lipovsky, who's the chair of the Accessibility for Ontarians with Disabilities Act Alliance. Welcome to the show, David. Good to have you back. Thanks for having me on your program. I want to play some uh, audio from Michael Onley, who is obviously David's son. Uh, and he um, was talking about how his dad uh, wanted us to change our approach when it came to disability. He was on with Maggie John on 640 Toronto. The, the cold hard truth is that one in five Canadians suffer from some form of disability. Um, but the, the key word there is disability. That, that's what my dad always deciphered. Let, let's get rid of the word dis and let's have a, a ability. Um, he, he stood on, on the truth and, and the truth was this, is that accessibility is that which enables people to achieve their full potential. And so the bottom line is that we as Canadians all have a duty, and that duty is to love our neighbor as ourselves. That was Michael Onley's son talking about his dad and how he wanted us to change our approach when it comes to dealing with people with disability. Let's talk about accessibility. Can you speak to the significance of David Onley's role as Lieutenant Governor when it came to approaching this topic? Well, David Onley's approach evolved over time. He always knew that we as people with disabilities, him, an individual using a wheelchair, me, a blind individual, people with all sorts of kinds of dis different disabilities, that we face um, a, barriers when we try to use public transit, get a job, get an education, uh, uh, go shopping. And he always knew that we faced those barriers. What to do about it changed over time. He it, uh, contributed as our lieutenant governor by deciding to make the campaign for accessibility in Ontario the theme of his uh, term in office. And that was really important in conveying that message to the public. <clears throat> and that was really helpful. But over time, he came to also realize what any number of us in the disability community also come to realize, which is that that alone isn't enough that those barriers are not going away and new barriers are popping up. So uh, especially uh, towards the end, he <clears throat> made a strong message or conveyed a strong message that what we need is bold action in the form of effective enforcement of strong accessibility legislation uh, and that nothing else would do. Um, in, in 2018, the provincial government <clears throat> appointed him to conduct an independent review <clears throat> excuse me, of how our Disabilities Act was working and to recommend reforms. He found, even after 13 or 14 years of having our disability accessibility law on the books, that the pace of change was glacial. That's his words. That the province remains full of soul crushing barriers facing people with disabilities. Again, David Onley's words. And he provided in his final report to the government a detailed roadmap of how to fix it through effective implementation and enforcement of the laws we have in the books. The frustration is that he delivered that report four years ago 
And we're still waiting for the Ontario government to uh, implement his recommendations. I'm going to let you take a drink of water because I know what it's like. And I'm going to ask you this next question. Is it, uh, I, I would imagine then the government's excuse is the pandemic. Look, we'd like to get rolling on this, but the pandemic. Am I right on that? Uh, no, it's, the government's never said that, but making things worse. Uh, in a guest column that he co-wrote in the Toronto Star two years ago, he slammed the government because its response to the pandemic uh, failed to effectively meet the urgent needs of uh, people with disabilities. It's just more of the same, unfortunately. Now, the government hasn't had a response. They, they, the minister responsible from the Ford government said that uh, Mr. Ronley did an excellent job in his, in, his uh, in fact, he used the word marvelous, a marvelous job in his final report delivered four years ago. But 1,446 days later, we're still waiting for the government to actually uh, do what David uh, Onley's legacy uh, requires us to do, which is to implement his roadmap for reform. Well, that doesn't give a lot of people hope that uh, Ontario has a goal of being fully accessible by 2025, that clearly we are well off the mark of getting anything done. You said that David Onley uh, provided a roadmap in his report on what we need to do. Um, can you maybe highlight some of the things that you think we can implement as quick as possible to get uh, things rolling on being fully accessible or even close to accessible by 2025? He pointed out what, what I and my coalition uh, have pointed out for years, which is the government's enforcement of the law is paltry. And uh, a, a, a law that isn't enforced is no law at all. Uh, so that was something the government is staffed to do. It's mandated to do. It could start doing tomorrow uh, effectively. Um, it's not doing it effectively now. Uh, he pointed out that there is nothing on the books to require any retrofit of any buildings, no matter how cheap and easy it would be to do to 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 retrofit. Wow, so that too is something that. Uh, and he was only the uh, I think the second independent review to say that it wasn't even new. We've been trying to get action on this, and uh, we're still waiting. There's, I don't know. There's lots that could. There's lots that could be done. Well, why don't why doesn't the government have an appetite to help out uh, their their constituents, the people that vote them in? Well, here's the irony: um, the guy that you really need to ask that uh, uh, to is Doug Ford, mm. and in his uh, five and four and a half years in office, um, I've never had a chance to even meet him. We've written over and over. Think like, we meet? Like to talk to you about these concerns, make suggestions, what to do. Never had a meeting. He has a minister who's responsible, full-time responsibility is seniors on accessibility. Um, I haven't met him in well over a year, and my last outreach on behalf of my coalition to, to meet with him uh, doesn't even answer. Um, and so um, the answer to your question uh, is one I can't unfortunately give you. I'd love to know. We're still hearing stories like this one that uh, the CBC reported on where there's a service dog, a woman with a service dog, not allowed to enter a hotel in Ontario. In fact, I think they basically threatened to call the long arm of the law if she didn't leave the lobby because it wasn't a golden retriever or a lab. It's a poodle. And so they didn't buy into the fact that it's a, a service dog. This is just part of the problem. We are, you know, uh, continuing to hinder 
not um, help people with access. And here's the thing. All of that's against the law. The law is on the books. It's a question of having people effectively implement it and effectively enforce it. And again, David only gave us the roadmap for doing that. Uh, and the government is set on that roadmap for four years. David, now that David Onley has passed away, sadly, uh, who picks up the, the charge on, you know, following through with this roadmap? Is it yourself? Well, there's lots of us who are doing grassroots community organizing and advocacy. We're not slowing down. Um, we are going to wrap up our efforts uh, and we're not going away. Um, so uh, the the and the fact is, everybody listening to this call is affected by this. Everybody listening either has a disability now, or as they get older, will get a disability. We are the minority of everyone. So ultimately, no government can effectively ignore the minority of everyone. David, you mentioned that you are visually impaired. You're blind. So. Can you maybe punctuate what it feels like to be left out of somewhat where? Well, the uh, where to begin, you know, in, in, in 30 uh, seconds, I think I should okay, mention because we're at a news break. I'll give you an example of what we're up against. In uh, 2005, I won a, tri a case against the Toronto Transit Commission just to force them to announce subway stops. That's why you hear those announcements. I had to fight a second case to just get them to announce bus stops. I won that in 2007. People can't believe that a public transit authority would spend time and money opposing that, but it's illustrative of the kind of opposition we face. Now it's a regular thing here to hear those announcements. Lots of people don't realize the kind of fight we have to take. We've, we've had to launch just to get that kind of simple accommodation. Wow. And that's something, David, that served uh, myself and many others, I'm sure, that were distracted as they, you know, you're sitting on the subway uh, and, and buses. And, and so I appreciate that you did this for everybody. This is a question of accessibility and it's wrong to leave people out. I really appreciate your time. Hopefully uh, you're the man for the job. I know that's uh, a lot falling on your shoulders, but wow, congratulations on your past efforts and getting things done. I appreciate it. Thanks so much for uh, for giving a chance to remember the important contribution that David Otley made. Thank you very much for speaking about him. David Lepofsky is the chair of the Accessibility for Ontarians with Disabilities Act Alliance. You're listening to The Kelly Cotrera Show.